Welcome to Hollowbone Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about um, withdrawing and coming back into the fold. Hmm. Or another way that this could be also looked at is um, expansion and contraction. Or contraction and expansion. Um, I, I, this is kind of like a really interesting thing because I think that this can be misconstrued a lot. And... Um, like anything else, it can be romanticized. So I think, you know, perhaps people believe that what they need to do is basically to go, maybe because they've seen somebody else or they've heard tale of somebody else doing something where they retreat into a cave or like seminary or something like this. And if, if that's what you're called to do, perfect. Um... This is like a really interesting thing because as I think about this, this wasn't ever something that I really planned. I used to have stuff where I would have like that retreat mentality and I would basically go and seek refuge in like a Vipassana 10 day sit or something like that. And that was like still a form of escapism, like no difference, no different than, um, maybe like drug or alcohol abuse. Like it was basically just like one more thing but it just had a different way of looking. But then there's a, there's a deeper thing that can happen. And it's very much like when I look back at this, I'm like, Oh, there wasn't really any intent behind any of this stuff. It's just the way that it so happened where there was just like such an intent. My life basically hit a tipping point of such intense contraction inside of myself. And it was reflected in all of my external uh, circumstance. So there was like mass attention and contraction. And then there was a release in the moment. And this is what I typically refer to as like my first step. There was a release in that moment. And then what was called forth and what luckily in my life circumstance, there was, um, because the rug had essentially been swept out from underneath me. So there was no resources or outlets to, <clears throat> to avoid, um, uh, spaciousness or what I would say basically like withdrawing. Like an aloneness. Yeah. So like withdrawing into aloneness and these are like, there's, they can seem similar so if, if you've got some mild discontent or even like what may appear as like severe discontent or contraction, there can be a tendency to think, oh, well, let me go to, let me go to like a meditation or a sangha retreat or um, let me go to drink ayahuasca in Peru and these different things. And that can end up being like another like mechanism, a mechanistic wheel. And then there's this other thing that, that can come online where there's like a, there's a genuine retreat that happens on like a much more fundamental level where your energy essentially just naturally draws back away from external faculties. And like the more that, that that happens while you're in that, it affords you the opportunity to create space so that something else can kind of begin to like come online or unfold. And it's really interesting because I mean, that for me, as I'm standing here looking at it, 
was like a multiple year process. Um, and it felt very natural for me to be, and every, and as I look at it, I'm just like, wow, this was just like deeper and deeper evolutions of it. Because in the beginning of it, you know, like I was basically still, um, I still had like a job and stuff, but that was like a very intense moment of like very little to no social interaction, looking inside myself and trying to find trying to find myself like for lack of a better word um and in looking in that and finding that there was no self to find then the energy really like started to kind of like pull back deeper and deeper and deeper (laughs) and then covid and shit like that happened and it was just kind of like this perfect um segue into just like a spaciousness and now it's like this really interesting thing because my energy seems to be it all of these things were just like so perfectly placed like stepping stones um and now there seems to be like an energy kind of like being drawn back into the fold of everything with like a like a keen awareness that um having space in your life is so essential. And I think that that's one of the things that we run away from so often because before all of this stuff happened, it didn't feel good to be alone. Like it didn't feel, I didn't feel fully at home. So it was always like trying to pull in external circumstances to somehow like fill this void inside of myself that was un unfillable until it until it reached a tipping point and once it reached that tipping point it was pretty interesting because uh, and this is a very telltale sign if maybe your life just happens to be coming to this where you're in a group of people and never have you felt more alone than when you're in a group of people and that's a like a very clear sign in my experience that life is asking for to pull back your energy, you know what I mean? And not fill it. And that's, I think like so much about what we do as human beings is we're always trying to fill the emptiness. Yeah. So as you're speaking, there's a couple of things that are coming up, you know, you talking about or mentioning the, you know, being in groups and feeling alone. I think it can manifest in that way. And another thing that I feel like I hear about and, you know, there's a couple of like subreddits that I poke around on and something that I hear, I see really commonly or really frequently is, you know, kind of the, so kind of the opposite thing. So instead of, you know, being surrounded by people, finding yourself quote unquote alone, what we might call alone and feeling lonely and then feeling this like pull towards how do I find other spiritual people? How do I find people that align with what I think? Like, how do I surround myself with people? So there's like this compulsion to this, um, conditioned compulsion to try to seek out community instead of, you know, in in that kind of a circumstance, which, you know, I can speak to that to a degree, like having things just like naturally fall away in life Mm -hmm. and, I think it can be like a a trap to some degree to like have a compulsion towards finding community instead of leaning back into 
the circumstances that life is presenting and actually finding aloneness in that and the like aloneness and loneliness are two very different things yeah and, apart. yeah completely different <laughs> and also as you were speaking about um you know kind of like coming to like reemerge like that ex- that expansion after the contraction is it it that aloneness feels like the because I kind of I feel myself still a little bit like where I am now like in that slightly contracted state but I'm starting to like sense and just a natural opening um towards wanting to be around people a little bit more and things like that and it feels like with that starting to naturally come back online that aloneness that sense of aloneness is just like foundation the foundation yeah. upon which that reemergence happens so it's like even in the midst of other people there is still that deep sense yeah. of aloneness but that aloneness is that's like home yeah like that aloneness is home yeah and so there's that sense of like being home anywhere you are regardless of like circumstances or people that that you're surrounded by and I know like for so much of this process, like, I mean, really the last, like, I don't know, two to three years have just been, like, this, yeah, this contraction, just, like, things naturally falling away in life, and then us going on the road and traveling and just, like, being out in the woods and then be just, yeah, just life literally just, like, setting itself up perfectly for me to not really have a lot of people around and to have that that space, um, like that physical space created to then provide the opportunity to like lean into that, Mm -hmm. into that space internally. Because I think that's like the, the thing that is avoided a lot. And I know like I, I'm, I spent all kinds of ways and stuff avoiding, avoiding that aloneness because I equated aloneness with loneliness. So like that, yeah, so so it is interesting in that contraction, that's like where the opportunity lies to lean into that alone, that loneliness at that point, and for that loneliness to become and like blossom into aloneness, and then like as that expansion starts to come back online, for that aloneness to literally be like the foundation upon which it's built. Yeah, and that, this is like the weirdest thing, and it's it's like so counterintuitive because what the mind will tell you about loneliness is humans need groups we we like all it'll give you like all of these common narratives that we basically have bought and accepted and i'm not saying that there's not value in community i'm not none of this really has much to do with that but until you're ready to like actually step foot into your own alone like your own loneliness your own the depth of your own emptiness, you will always basically have like one foot on the shore and like trying to find, this is like a, such a common tendency. It's like once you've kind of like began to like dip your other foot in the water, you're like, Oh, that this is fun. And this is exciting. And like, I've, I'm figuring out a bunch of different things and it is, it's like a very fun step, but a really common tendency in that is to be like, well, let me find others to bring into yeah. this. Let me find people to share it with or find others. And, and that's like that sneaky 
um, that sneaky way that the identity tries to maintain itself because it's creating this new identity. It's like, well, I'm figuring all these things out. Now let me bring in a bunch of people so we can mirror yeah. That ident that new identity yeah. to each other and reaffirm that identity that to shit one is, another. And it's like one of the most dangerous yeah. things because this is where you can basically find yourself in like a a trap or a cul-de-sac and you can spin that one out forever and you've th- and you think that you've like really gone somewhere but you have basically like left your like your attachment is subtly has its grasp just like right around your throat Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and like when I look at this I'm like so much of this stuff like I realize didn't have anything to do with me like it wasn't something that I did and so I don't really know like what valid information this is unless you're find yourself in a place where you're at that you're at that threshold and you can feel your energy basically giving you an opportunity for something much much deeper but it does take like the courage and like the the like the fortitude to to realize that it's like the journey of discovery is a it's a solo journey and you're not taking you're not taking the world with you you know what i mean like we and that's like another common tendency. Like once you've kind of dipped your toes into some of this, it's like, well, let me go distract myself with saving the world. And it's like, you're of no value to anyone else, not even yourself until you can do this on your own. You know what I mean? And, and, and the interesting thing about like expansion and contraction seems to be what's happening on an internal level, maybe on a universal level. At least that's what, like, a lot of science is talking about. So this is all, like, being mirrored on so many different levels of reality. Um, But then there's, like, this interesting thing now where I could give a fuck about spiritual people. I mean, and it's not that, like, I'm, I'm not callous to it. Like, I'm like, great, you know, if there's some commonality, wonderful. That's, that's nice. Like, being with somebody who doesn't, who isn't as infatuated with their ego, it's nice. It's a nice thing to be But around. sometimes spiritual. spiritual people are the most... Yeah, and once this shit degree. really starts to come online, spiritual ego tends to be like... Because you're so familiar with spiritual components that you're just like, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? And so the, the funny thing is that like what this feels like at this point, it's like this one long or like this one big circle back to exactly where I was standing before any of this mess ever started, Mm -hmm. but with a fundamental switch where it's like, yes, there seems to be like, I spent a a significant amount of time, years, not like absolutely alone. Like we had a relationship and stuff, but there wasn't a lot of like engaging with the world, you know, other than like a little bit of work stuff and things like that. And now there's like a genuine interest to like, let's see what the world's up to and like go be around people. And, but it, but there's no longer that thing where it's like, I need to give this to anybody. I need to be around anybody that also is of this same understanding. It's more just like a, it's like a, it is, it's like the ground of your being has fundamentally shifted and you no longer can play the drama the way that you used to play it. You're just, like, this is just being experienced. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But there does seem to be, like, a ten- like a feeling of, 
of like a, a sense, like a long drawing back of energy and then coming back in and just being like, okay, let's dance, you know? Yeah. And the way that I, I've kind of heard that, so it's almost like, you know, part, so much of this process, like if, if you really think about it, it's, it's a death. I mean, it's dying before you die. It's like the ident the sense of identity dying into the nothingness or the space, the emptiness, whatever yeah. you want to call it, the stillness that, that you actually are. And, you know, as you were talking about, like, wanting to try to, like, bring stuff into it, it's like if, if you kind of compare it to a sense of death, it's you can't bring people into death with you. And ultimately, like, when, when death happens, like, it's... You can be surrounded by a bunch of people at your bedside, but, like, you're doing it that shit alone. Right. And, like, this is the, the exact same thing. And, like, there's this... Yeah, there's this huge, like, energetic contraction and, and pulling back and drawing away that happens. And, um, you know, something else that was kind of coming up as you were speaking was there, like that, that sense of aloneness, it's almost like retreating from, well, I mean, part of it is like retreating from society and society is filled with like people that are addicted to suffering, addicted to identity. So it's almost just like cutting off part of that thing. It's like being an alcoholic, trying to stop drinking and you're still hanging out at bars all the time. It's like yeah. that, those two things are like not, not yeah. going to gel well together. Yeah. So it's like kind of, kind of similar energy. It's like contracting and an energetic drawing away from that like this being surrounded by others who are also addicted to the thing that you're trying that not you're trying to, but that life is kind of naturally pulling, pulling away and, and starting to unravel. But, um, you know, in that, so like, just like thinking about expansion and contraction, something that's been, you know, very coming online for me lately that, um, just, there's been a lot of awareness around is like that space between things like, there's a perceived, so we think about like expansion and contraction, but it's like where there's something like in the space in between. And even if you look at things in general or just like movements, mm -hmm. there's like space in between. Or if you think of like an in-breath and an out-breath, there's like space just at the top of the yeah. breath after you inhale, Maybe before you exhale. Gap. Yeah. It's the gap. And like, that's, you know, music too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what this, it's coming to live in the gap. Yeah. And so like that, that contraction is like this draw energetic drawing away from the addiction. And then it's coming to find that gap and to live in that gap. And that gap is like where that sense of aloneness really starts to, yeah. to like take root and, uh -huh. and establish itself. Yeah. Yeah. And then perhaps it's like, it's. I don't, I don't even like to place like, maybe it's like, I could say it's like an easier way of living and that feels in alignment, but that also implies, um, like a goal for yeah. the mind to like latch itself onto. Yeah. Um, and it's ener I guess energetically, it's energetically less taxing. It's more simple. Yeah. Yeah. Simple. So yeah. Less energy expenditure. Yeah. But, the, but like there's like no worse. longer even like a. There's no, there's no longer a mechanism by which I would be able to engage life in the way that I used to because it's, 
that thing, like the the belief in the character that's basically on like a, a timeline of a story, and and how sticky that is, and the way that it basically like latches on to like other like forms of energy to derive like either agony or a sense of like fulfillment and like all of these different things. That thing doesn't really seem to to reside here much, um, if at all. Mm-hmm. And so, so then there's just kind of like this, like curiosity, it, you know, I think it, what's, um, like there's a couple of them, but you know, it's like, what's the one where it's before, um, waking up a mountain is a mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before awakening, a mountain is a mountain during awakening. A mountain is no longer a mountain after awakening. A mountain is a mountain again. Yeah. That, that kind of really touches what I feel like a lot of this feels like it's, you know what I mean? Like. And, and a big part of the process, it, it, my own process in all of this was like that part where you're like, okay, a mountain isn't a mountain. That's a very essential piece of this whole yeah. thing. It's like coming to realize that like what you are is like a vast emptiness, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it, that's also not the full thing either because it's like within the emptiness, everything is arising. And so it's kind of like, rekindling a romantic relationship with life and all of the relative stuff in it, but in a much different way because it's not, it's not all that serious because there's nobody here to take it serious. Yeah. And it, you know, in, in listening to you too, and and even just what I was talking about before with like the expansion and contraction or coming to like live in that gap that could be perceived as like oh the expansion and contraction stops but like human beings like we kind of like there's movement there's ups and downs of energy there's just like flowing there's still yeah and there's like expansion and contraction but it's like experiencing the expansion contraction from that gap yeah from like within that gap um so it's like the it's not experienced in the same way it's not experienced as like oh expansion like i need to become my best self and change the world and take on all these new forms of an identity and oh, and then right on the other side of that oh I'm so depressed because I can't change the world you know what yeah I mean? like these are this is the yeah. same it's movement. just like yeah but and that's what human you know what we do is like there is expansion and contraction always but what the human drama does is there's like stories created within those energetic movements and it's like oh yeah I'm changing shit I'm really doing shit I'm like I'm open I'm like there's an outward movement and there's all these stories that are associated with that and then there's like a natural contraction and yeah that's where like depression or anxiety or just feeling like down on yourself and then there's like a seeking towards that expansion again so it's like this movement and like in the expansion you're resisting the contraction or trying to like stay in the expansion Mm -hmm. versus just like understanding that like that's happening and it's like if if you look at you know just you know coming back to the the analogy of like the breath Mm -hmm. if we were to sit here all the time and be like I'm inhaling oh my god exhale oh my god exhale's coming oh my god exhale's coming I don't want the exhale to come and like vice versa versus just like sitting with it and be like yeah in breath out breath in breath out breath like that's that's like the movement of the relative world. It's yeah. just like in, out, in, out. But so long as there's somebody there who is telling the story of I'm expanded, I'm contracted, 
you're like you're continuing the same exact wheel and <clears throat> I know the, the crazy thing about this is like you you're not going to hear this you're not going to even get this or understand like you can't get any of this it's something that like gets you mm-hmm. and then that wheel basically like it's it's like starts to slow down and then it is it's just in expansion and contraction or it could be also said as like I'm irritable or I'm happy. You know what I mean? Like there's still those swings, but when there's, when there's no importance put on, on the, on any of the way that this thing is, is happening, then it's just basically being like, okay, there's irritation here. There's not, I'm irritated and it's your fault. I'm irritated because it's just like, oh, there is irritation or there is like even, you know, something that, that I notice in myself that I'm really attuned to is just like, instead of even labeling it as something at all, like, Oh, there's irritation. It's just feeling in the body. Like, Oh, there's a sense of contraction in, in the physical body right now. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, there's contraction here. And at some point there will be expansion. And that doesn't like that. I think that that's maybe like a huge misconception in the mind (laughs) is that what it thinks all of this stuff is about is staying in like a sense of expansion forever or bliss or these these different terms that get thrown around and it's just like that's fucking that's utter nonsense like this whole life is expansion and contraction but there is an opportunity once whatever this thing is happens and you see your elusive identity for what it actually is and then you're willing to, to actually see how deep that rabbit hole goes. Then there, there's an opportunity for life to, for the impersonal life. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it's no longer my life. It's not my expansion and contraction. It's not my success. It's not my failure. It's just like this, it's all happening perfectly according to the nature of the damn thing, mm-hmm. you know? No me required. Yeah. Yeah. You want some of my smithy? No, thank you. Yeah, it's just this. Can you hear? The, I maybe you can't hear the birds. It's just that. It's just like the birds singing. Mm-hmm. Or then it's like the dog has diarrhea in the middle of the night and you have to stand outside with her for two hours. You know what I mean? It's that. It's both those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both of which have yeah. been happening. But yeah, so, you know, I kind of want to circle back to and touch on again, just like the... So there's something in, in us that, I mean, that gap already exists, like that space, like that that is what you are. And so like if that the gap recognizes the gap mm. and it's like when when the mind starts to try to organize something about the way that that gap is showing up or like oh the gap recognizes the gap there's a perceived expanded state I need to yeah. glove onto that and try to reach for that and and there's contraction and in yeah that isn't that funny like that that paradox is that in the reaching for expansion that itself is a contraction right so it's like there which is fucking wild is that 
it, you know, when I got to that point, I was just, like, kind of flabbergasted, honestly, um, when I just, like, realized, like, holy shit, all of this shit that I've been doing, like, just subtly reaching towards an awakened state, enlightenment, whatever, is that that reaching yeah. is itself contraction. And, and that, but that, again, like kind of puts that into like a corollary positive negative good bad thing but it's like the so I don't know that I even want to say that it is I guess it is a contraction but then it's basically what it's doing is it's like ignoring that gap and like essentially like you could call that gap awareness the you know, eternal God, God eternal, Whatever. eternal now consciousness. Yeah. It's like this, what's here, this yeah. now, 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 yeah. now. But that's, like that's but what that's that what's gap so weird is. is that like we, we mistake, we overlook that what, what it actually is looking for something special. Yeah. And we do this in so many ways. Like we look and we, we think, we think that what what this whole game is about is some elusive version of just the most magnificent specialness. Yeah. And you may, if through so many modalities, you can come through to to beautiful, gorgeous, elevated peak states, and and a lot of times, even those peak states will have some aspect of relevant wisdom and truth within them so they're not to be just like completely disregarded but that's not what the gap is like the gap is like eternal isness yeah this yeah you know what i mean and we mistake this because the mind tells so many stories it's like boredom Mm -hmm. this isn't what i am pictured that this whole thing would be and like so much of our life is and, and th- this is where every like every the models have to begin to break down, and the and this is what's so weird is that you can't actually teach anybody any of this shit. Like what dictates the models breaking down or being so inclined to go to these places in yourself is just something that is happening, just like everything else. And I don't know how that thing is dictated. So you could be like, well, let me try and find the gap between two breaths. And you can do, like, there's a million different ways. And I'm not saying that, like, mindful, like, mindfulness practices aren't good. Like, they focus attention. They're, like, beautiful. But then there is a subtle way that contraction creeps in because you think that if you get your mind quiet enough or if you find the gap, that you're going to be perfect forever. And that's that story again. That's the contraction. Yeah. And there's a, there is a really subtle thing because I have, like, there's been so many times where I've noticed that in myself of, like, sitting quietly and it's like, oh, look at me looking for the gap. Look right. at me, like, looking for this thing or trying to find, like, subtly find that place of quiet. And, you know, that's, that's the mind. Like, mm-hmm. that's what the mind does. And, you know, I also, so something else was coming up as you were talking and I do... You know, I would like your feedback on this because I want to be cautious about the way that this is communicated because there is. So as this process is unfolded, there has been, and the, the word that I'll use is opening. There has been like a huge 
just like kind of unblocking opening internally where it's just like cracked wide open and I don't want to call that expansion but there has been a sense of like a almost like a long-standing contraction energetically that has to a degree subsided Mm -hmm. and which is where that like ease there's like a sense of ease and just like really being able to be with things and you know that that's kind of internally but like very much also in the mind and maybe that's just like a not like a, a realizing that I don't know exactly where that comes from but maybe it's like a realizing that the gap is what you are in truth so there's not as much attention put onto like resisting one and seeking the other but there has been some sort of internal energetic sense of like an openness that seems to kind of be just like the ground Mm. and I I don't want to call that expansion because I think that would be really easy for a mind to like oh that is a state of like yeah expansion that you you like live in expansion because that's not that's not quite what that is but I did that came up as as you were talking so I wanted to mention that and um see like what your thoughts were on I don't know and I think when it comes to you um like there's so much of like this stuff that like there's like some questions that maybe I can ask answer if somebody were to ask them from a certain place I don't think I can answer really anything for like whatever your thing is well I guess I was just curious if if, I've had that experience yeah if like you have if you know through this process there's like there's a deeper sense of like openness and I guess it's like it's an openness towards what is and like an uh, maybe call it like an acceptance and I think maybe there is like or like a surrender maybe and it's like when when there's like a witnessing of that maybe what is perceived is that that is like a forever state of expansion Mm. and so I don't know about a forever state of expansion I think so much about all of these different things that like that so much of the shit that's happened it's only in like hindsight where it's like pieces of me have fallen away and I'm not quite sure where they fell away. And I don't even think that I recognize their passing until like much later. And then I'm like, oh, that's gone. So everything is like, and it's not, nothing about all of this stuff is some grandiose moment. It's a bunch of like subtle things, like shedding skin, but you don't even realize that like, it was it was let go it's just like you've talked about this before just like dropping pieces behind yeah. you and so so and because it's not the way that the mind perceives because the mind all, all it knows is is like extreme expansion and extreme contraction and it measures its life in between those things and all of this stuff is like so much more like happening on such a subtle level that it's hard for me to, to, to say, like, what's what. Yeah, yeah. And so, I th- so as, you were, as you were talking, I think maybe what I was getting at is, like, so life pre-negation process, it, it seems like, you know, just, like, conditioning and, you know, the belief in the self and the thinking mind and, like, the thoughts and sensations and all of these things, like, creates this basically from when you start developing an identity until either 
you die before you die or perhaps at your death or when you start to just like get old and those things just kind of naturally start to loosen it's like there's this perpetual just like this contraction after contraction after contraction because it's like belief in a thought is a con- is itself a contraction because it's if you think about it it's the contraction is almost like trying to grab hold of something or trying to keep something yeah when it's like you that's not the way that the the relative world operates is it's just like there's constant movement and that contraction is like trying to hold onto something so there's this constant thing that happens as we develop as humans it is just like contraction after contraction after contraction until we get to this place where we're just like this big ball of tension and like this big ball of contraction and so I think maybe what I was getting at is that like through this negation process like that contraction starts to release and like perhaps that could be seen as an expansion but really what that is is just coming back into that gap yeah it's just coming back into kind of like a balance like i'm asking myself so much of this stuff i'm not aware of i think on like a, a certain level which is why i think it's like really interesting to observe you because you are like so much more in tune than i am with like a lot of shit but as you were just saying that i was like i think that what you're getting at and I wouldn't call that expansion either. Yeah. I think what you're getting at, I would say, at some point opened and hasn't closed. That's what, yeah. Yeah. And you could maybe, like, the, the mind could maybe, like, grab at that as an but expansion, expansion. But expansion and contraction can still come, but that's yeah, all thought. Yeah, it does. Expansion and contraction still happens, but there was some sort of, like, contraction that had been building up over mm-hmm. a life. So I guess maybe what it is is, like, the creation of an, of an identity is itself a contraction. Yeah. Because you're creating... The biggest one. You're trying to, like, pull all... So contraction, you think about that energetically, is, like, pulling. Mm -hmm. Like a close... Like a pulling towards a center point. And, like, that's what an identity is doing. And I'm doing this. But, like, thinking about it of, like, oh, I'm going to hold this thing. This thing's mine. This thing's mine. This thing's... And we're, like... Let's call these things. So it's, like... Yeah. A wife. A career. A this. A this. A this. You know? And it's bringing all these things into it. And at some point... That motherfucker that, cocked Yeah, wide it's open. a contraction. Yeah. And, like, that's... When when you believe a thought, there's, like, this contraction happening. And, like, this negation process is starting to let that stuff go. I Like, the vision, the image that's coming into my mind is just, like, holding a shitload of balloons, like, in the movie mm-hmm. Up. So, like, like having that. a bunch of balloons, and you just start kind of, like, one at a time letting yeah. them go. And at some point, it opens. Yeah. And it doesn't close. So there is, like, a, a subtle movement of an expansion during this process but really what it's coming to is bringing oh like coming just back to just awareness which is the gap yeah which is the space between so it's just coming to live in that gap and but through finding that gap and realizing that gap there is a a subtle expansion that happens or like a releasing of like a lifetime of contraction yeah of an identity the weird thing about this one is that when that one really like let's go it's like your life will never be the same anymore like it's that life is over yeah and it actually never existed in the first place and so yes you know what this reminds me of i remember one time i I don't remember like the context of it but i think she i think it was like the context of like the way that he was practicing something but i thought that this was like such a beautiful metaphor 
and just like the way that Adyashanti describes his teacher so much, I'm just like, what a blessing that guy had. But he was like somebody that was like trying to get something. And that's, that's like the name of the game in the relative world is trying and the spiritual, like trying to get something. And she told him, you're like this. And she's like, it's much more like this. And that seems to be like the place of like, yeah, that, that, this this is where you come to live. And at some point, you know, like from this place, this feels like expansion. Yeah. Like tremendous expansion, but then it's just like resting here and there's still that expansion and contraction. I don't think that this happening, happening, can actually even really fathom uh, outside of its conceptual models of what, what this could mean. No. Because it's like a bubble. It's like a bubble, and then, like, the bubble just... Yeah. Because this is without this. Yeah. You know what I mean? If this is, like, identity, you know what I mean? And, and needing to get something... <laughs> yeah, get <yeah>, baby. <laughs> yeah, like, this can't even fathom what it could be like. The identity can't fathom what it would be like to live a life free from itself. <laughs> yeah. And so something that was coming up, too with the expansion and contraction, just thinking about like the, essentially the, the like popping of the identity or like seeing through the self is like an opening. And you could think about it as a, as a, as an expansion because it's like the identification is like trying to hold stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you could look at death as like the ultimate expansion yeah. because it's like, you're like becoming free of all of that stuff. Yeah. But it's like, but we see that, Almost as like a the mind looks at something like death and it is terrified yeah. of what maybe like true expansion actually is. And this is where it creates lofty ideas about heavens. Yeah. And uh, you know souls. Yeah. That like oh death is going to be my most ex- expanded state. Like me, yeah. I am going to expand. But I'm going to keep living. But like what expansion on. really is is like. It happens outside of me. Right. It's just like a natural energetic movement. And Worst possible news me, for the identity. Me is... Oh. Whoa! Bailey's <laughs> <laughs> getting a little rowdy in here. <laughs> no, no, the sky's falling. <laughs> but the me is itself a contracted state. Yeah. And so it's like letting go of that. You can call it dying before you die, awakening, you know, in death, that's what happens. Like it's a releasing of that contraction. You could say that that's expansion, but like what the mind labels expansion is something very different. So what the mind labels expansion, what the identity labels as expansion is adding on to me, which Mm. is just a further contraction. So I guess, you know, in that sense, like... These happen like so... They can happen in a fraction of a second, mm-hmm. and then they can they can feel as though they're long and drawn out, like a, a heightened experience. A peak state can go on for shit. I mean, a, week, a peak state can go on for weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? But within a peak state, there's constantly, a, a basically like these subtle little triggers where contraction is just mm-hmm. being, and it's it's just thought. Yes. Like coming in and it can be like, you can be having a beautiful moment and then the mind will be like, oh, but this moment's going to end. Mm-hmm. Or you could be in a beautiful place 
and it not Say, be good oh, enough. Oh, you know, this would be better it, with if. this other thing, if this other thing So was it, these things can be like <laughs> fractions of a second apart or like basically like happening at the same moment. Yeah. Or they can also be like long and drawn out, you know, and the thing is this, I guess at this point is like the in- expansion and contraction is basically like irrelevant at this point. Yeah. But at some point, you know, they're like from living in like an identified state like that is the, that's where it's so strange. Like, and this is where the paradox is, is because that negation process or call it like an awakening process is a a type of expansion or maybe it's just like a, like removing the contraction. Yeah. But the place where that identified, that identified state lives is seemingly it appears to be between a spate of expansion and contraction but the identity is itself a contraction so like anytime it thinks it's expanding and it's like creating an idea of what that expansion is like that itself is a contraction so it's like this really really strange paradox but there is like a natural just like energetic you know just like looking at the breath again like inhale exhale But it's like, is one more valuable than the other? Like we think, but we like, the mind thinks about, you know, personal expansion and contraction is like positive, negative. Right. Or like one's good, one's bad, one's to be avoided. Yeah. One is something I need to forever seek a state of, but it's like, you can't apply a judgment to a breath that like inhale is better than exhale or more important than exhale. Or, you know, another thing that like is so common is like control the breath. Yeah. Control the thoughts and all of these different things. And like when it's, it's really seen, it's like, no, no, that's a contraction. This is all working Mm -hmm. in tandem. And some of the, the, the most profound shit in life is after severe contraction. Mm Mm-hmm. But when you're in the middle of it, you're like, oh, this is the worst thing ever until it's like, until it like really falls away and you can begin to see like, this is the worst thing ever for who? Yeah. But then like in that, in those moments of like awful things happening, it's almost like a force. Like there's just like this peak that's reached and you just can't. So I like this, this image of like doing this because it's like holding, like there's just, it's too much to hold and there's like a forced this and then it's just like oh, yeah whoa which that'll be like really that's like why i'm so fascinated by death mm-hmm. and by like that final because that's a forced yeah con- uh not a forced release of a yeah like the, the original contraction seems to be like I, i'm not like i'm not hungry to die or anything but i'm very very curious about it yeah. and i'm like all of this is just basically prep work. Mm-hmm. It's basically like prep work for like the for the final one, you know what I mean? And and in a way, I don't see it being all that different. Like this death that like we're alluding to, like it's a game changer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that it's I'm just grateful that it happened and I, and I also don't take any credit for any of this shit because who could have done it? Mm-hmm. Like nobody did. In, no, There is no Henry that basically went looking for something and found something. That's not the way that any of this shit works. Yeah. It's basically like, 
you start looking and you're like, oh, there's nobody home. Mm-hmm. You know? Because all of that, all of what you, th- what we <laughs> think is me is literally a reaching for stuff. And that, that reaching itself, like, energetically is a closing of the fist, yeah. a contraction, and trying to pull something towards a center point. Like, that is the definition yeah. of contraction. Yeah. Which is interesting. That's all I got. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Cool. I'm glad Bailey got frisky. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Adios.